Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Hey guys, we're on the monorail heading to the Magic Kingdom. Hey, uh, did you watch Luck of the Irish, Chris? I did like six times already. Oh, good. Uh, you know what? I'll tell you more. Oh, uh, Mel and John are here. We gotta tell him more decoms to watch. You know, like Johnny Tsunami. Oh, the 13th year. Stepsister from Planet Weird. Up, up and away. High School Musical. Can of Worms? Oh yeah, those are some good ones. Don't look under the bed. High School Musical 2. Full Court Miracle? Xenon. Xenon 2. Z3. Right, I'm really disappointed no one said Cadet Kelly. Welcome to episode 245 of the Diz His podcast. I'm your host, Chris. And I'm Alex. Today, we will be giving the his on Luck of the Irish. Right now, we're recording live for our Goof Troop members. And who are our Goof Troop, you might ask? They are our Patreon members. And if you want to be a Patreon member, you can head over to the link tree in any of our bios of our social media, except for Twitter, which we are banned or still. Uh, and just hit that link tree, hit join our clubhouse, join our Goof Troop, not clubhouse, Goof Troop, wrong podcast. Just join for as little as $2 a month. You can watch us live too. For $5 a month, you can be entered into our giveaways, which we're doing one today. Today. Wow, so, 220. That's today. If you're hearing this, I'm sorry, but you missed it. You lost. Yeah. You, you didn't make it. Sorry, but you know, time. we'll be doing future giveaways. So, you know, join Patreon. $5 or more, you'll be in future giveaways. Yeah, if you want any of our merch, head over to our Tee Public, also on our link tree, except for the banned ones. Man, we're getting banned everywhere this, uh, this time of year, Alex. Yeah, that's okay. That's how yeah. you know we're edgy. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, next or th next week, we'll be doing another T-shirt giveaway. Is that right? No, Am I reading that right. No, no, no. All right, Alex, Sorry. cut that. Not in the budget. Sure Alex, cut that. If you want to contact us, send us an email at dishispod at gmail .com. Uh, You know, send us anything you want and any information. You know how we're doing. How you like the podcast? Future ideas for future episodes. You know all that nonsense. And if you have time, please give us a five star review. If you have time, give us a four star review. Anything lower, we don't want. We no, don't want threes, no, we don't yourself. want twos, we don't know. If you have something mean to say, you email it to us. I'd love to read it. Send us an email. Oh, yeah, I would love yeah. to read it. I would yeah. read it, print it out, and post it on my wall. So I'm going yeah. to every day. Put it on Patreon. Today, we are joined by two very special guests in our virtual studio, Alex. Pretty excited for this, this recording. Me too. Here with us is Melinda Riley, formerly Melinda Hatchaway. Hey, everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> and her husband, John Riley. How are you guys doing? We're doing so good. We're so glad and happy to be here today. Yeah, thanks for having thanks us. On you guys. No problem. Yeah, thanks super excited. On. Super excited. So, uh, why are they very special? You might ask because they have a Disney podcast as well, a big Disney podcast. It's the uh, happiest podcast on earth, which has been running for a pretty long time now uh which i'm a listener so is so is ryan in the chat ryan's a huge uh, happiest podcast uh fanboy over there he's he's uh, all about it and um so can you tell us a little bit about happiest podcast on earth how you started and uh and where it's going absolutely so happiest podcast was started in 2019 by a group of dudes uh it was Jarrett, Corey, and hunter and they solely just brought on a bunch of friends i came on couple episodes in and really it just exploded into this group of friends that just like to talk about anything and everything Disney. We had a really great time together. Now it's expanded even further. They started a new podcast. They're having a great time. We're, you know, happy for them. 
We also have our own branched off podcast from Happiest Podcast directly, and mm-hmm. we still film weekly episodes with HPOE. That's like the shorter version mm-hmm. of how to say okay. it. Save everyone the mouthful. <laughs> um, but no, we just love talking anything and everything Disney. We have Hunter Game Days every month, which give me heart palpitations. I'm probably going to die young from all of the anxiety he's given me. Yeah, which are very popular episodes. I wish people would stop liking them so much, and I hope he hears this. <laughs> And take this personally, because I can't do it anymore. Like people think I'm kidding. My Fitbit will be at like 130 beats per minute because I am panicking. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that. But I'm so glad you guys enjoy it. That makes me so happy. Like we oh, were kind of saying this before we started, but like you forget people actually are listening to you mm-hmm. and then you meet those people and you're like, oh, wow, what we say like has actually impacted people. That mm-hmm. kind of blows my mind. So yeah. Yeah. Every time you experience burnout, that like hearing somebody yeah. you know send a nice message or say something good about what you're doing, and just knowing that they're taking the time out to listen to you, just makes you keep going. It's really exactly. cool. Exactly. No, this and honestly, this filled my cup today for sure. Like this oh, gave good. me a lot of this gave me a lot of love in my heart. So thank you guys so much for having us. It's so nice to be here with my husband too. We've been having so much fun together. So this is just. I'm excited. This is great. No, and especially like listen to you guys. Like you know, we were listening today a yeah. bunch of episodes. You guys, yeah, I love the content you guys produce. Yeah, you guys are hysterical. I've been Thank looking you. forward to doing this all day. Yeah, we've been pretty hyped. This has been on the oh, calendar. Good. We had it circled and everything. Like we're so ready. We're so awesome. excited. <laughs> and um, John and you both have a podcast. It's named Mickey and the Mouse. Yeah. And uh, what is that podcast about? It's kind of similar to like, we just like to talk about random things. Like tomorrow we're releasing an episode about what IP we think deserves a ride in, uh, ride in the park. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's one a of good my question. favorite discussions. That's yeah. a great right? discussion. It's such point. a good one. I came mm-hmm. up with a really original idea. Ooh. I said there should be a ride in Hollywood studios uh-huh. all about movies. Oh, really? Interesting. Yes. <laughs> I think there huh. should be a whole scene dedicated to the Wizard of Oz. I love that idea. Wouldn't Casablanca. Yeah, yeah they a little Casablanca action. That would last forever. I feel like everyone would you just would love think. that. Right? Why would they ever yeah. get rid of it? What they would, would never. They would never replace with the Mickey Mouse ride. No. Oh, no, they would never do that. And especially when they have a theater built specifically for this ride. Why would they ever tear it down? Repurpose. Yeah. Why yeah. would they ever repurpose Alex, that? Alex, cut this. She's onto something. I don't want anyone to steal this idea. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no. So we just like talking about silly things like that. And then we also are in the future episodes, we're going to be talking about the business aspect of the company as well. Yeah, we want to dive more into that. It's very interesting stuff. Yeah, we don't think people, it's not criticizing necessarily, but kind of like you're allowed to love something, but also be completely open about the fact that. Sure. Yeah, exactly. It's one of those things where, you know, when we were coming up with the idea of the name, there, there's two sides of Mickey Mouse. There's the Mickey Mouse, there's the dreamer, yeah. there's the one that wants to push and like go into the next futures. And then you have the business side, which is mm-hmm. people like will be like, oh, this is what the mouse is cooking up. It's like, yeah. this is what the business side mm-hmm. of the company is going about. It can be a little evil sometimes, let's be real. Yes. So like, yes. I just read an article recently that uh, Walt Disney, like home entertainment, they're yeah. going to be allocating all that stuff to Sony. Now. Sony. Like, I find that really interesting that they're not oh. going to be wing they're closing yeah distribution anymore they're closing the disney um like the actual club the movie club yeah the movie club which has been around for years that's just going to be gone now so it's interesting interesting the decisions they make the things they do why they decide some things are more important than others how they cut corners with things so as much as we love it we also do want to be like it is a business at the end of the day yeah it's the mouse it's a business Mm -hmm. exactly but yeah. yeah 
that's super interesting. So now that we're talking a little bit about all Disney, perfect time for our rapid questions. First ever, actually, right, Alex? This is the first yes, ever. First ever. You guys can questions. answer individually or together, whichever you prefer. Okay. What do you want? Right. Uh, I say we do uh, individually. All right. Well, yeah, you can, you're not going to be able to every time do this oh, uh, together. They're in depth. All right. They're, they're, they're going to be very decisive. Divisive. Okay. Divisive. <laughs> I like we're going to be the guinea pigs. I'm totally <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. This one to be the hardest one. Favorite park. Ooh. Okay. Epcot. Disney no, at Universal. At Universal. Oh, at Universal. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm kidding. I'm totally <laughs> like, kidding. Did I miss something? Oh my gosh. I'm like, uh... We actually have to bleep that out now. Uh, yeah. So we're going to think you said a curse word. <laughs> oh my gosh. I All right. So we got Epcot. Yeah, Epcot for okay, sure. Okay, great choice uh, for me, Disney not for Alex. Land. Disneyland. Disneyland. Wow. Wow. Sick brag. First of all, sick brag. <laughs> Went all the way to the West Coast. He has to just go that one step above. He's like, no, no, no. Things where Melinda collects the spirit jerseys. I'm like, no, 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 no. We have to get a Disneyland spirit jersey. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when you see that, when you see that D that, that looks a little that different on the spirit line. jersey, yeah. guy, this guy, this guy. <laughs> all right. Nice. Most recent Disney movie watched. Luck of the Irish. <laughs> nice. Preparation. I Good love answer. it. Xenon, the girl of the 21st century. Oh, I wow. love that movie. I is love the 25th Xenon. the 25th anniversary. Is the 25th anniversary? Is it really? Just I last month was the 25th that. anniversary. Yeah. I put it on for wow. my, my daughter. I'm going to make her rewatch it because I wanted to pick up the lingo. I wanted to bring it oh, to yeah. school and make it cool. Yeah. She's young enough. Go make it popular. We're too old yes. now. We yes. can't make this happen anymore, but she can. Yes. <laughs> this is the future now. So you need to start talking like this. Literally. <laughs> Zetus Lapidus. Yes, Zetus Lapidus indeed. I love that. I love that. All right. Favorite Disney villain, and you're not allowed to say Bob JPEG. <laughs> Dang. How did you know? No, I actually, I get why people would say that. Nah. I love Maleficent. She's just mm. iconic Disney villain to me. Yep. I have a whole statue of her in my oh, office. Oh, cool. She's bad. Mel loves Maleficent. Interesting. Isn't that funny? Uh, we also have a cat. My parents have a cat named Maleficent. So oh, this cool. Runs Very in nice. the family here. Uh, without question, Jafar. Jafar. Ooh. Question. Especially Melinda yeah. and I, we're both uh, big uh, musical fans. Yeah. Okay. You guys ever take the time, go on YouTube, look up Twisted, the untold story of a royal vizier. It's a parody like musical. Oh. Show? I don't it know if you guys wonderful. know. No. Oh, yes. they did like... um. They did like a very Potter musical like years ago. If you guys were ever into, no, stuff. no, I don't know about Gosh, that. Gosh, it's hysterical. It is Sounds like something I'd be into. Parody musical of all time. It's a ripoff. Wow. Of, not a ripoff. It's like it's an homage to <laughs> everything Disney. It's a lot of like prods at Disney, but also it's mimicking Wicked structure, like the the Ooh. untold story. Oh, cool. Boss. So it's Jafar as like the Alphaba character, if that makes sense. It's so it's fantastic. twisted what? It's called Twisted. You can just look up Twisted. It should just come out. Twisted. Okay. Goal, that's Ooh. all you need. Yeah. All right, You'll see. It down. Okay. Yeah. Pretty cool. But yeah, no. All right. Favorite Disney princess. Belle. Oh. Just out there. I want nice. to of you. Belle. I love Belle. Belle's a good one. Zing. This is right controversial there. because for years um, I've been saying Ariel. Ariel. Uh -huh. Love Ariel. And that's very true. But the older I get, I'm kind of also in the Belle camp. <laughs> I'm breaking yeah. it here. And people who know me might be like, you are a liar. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> people can evolve. People can evolve. Hey, we can change. We're allowed. You know, sure, she started yeah. reading books and now she really loves Belle. Now I really love <laughs> Belle. I got a little educated, okay? But no, I still really love Ariel. I want to make that very clear. But yeah, I really like Belle. She's pretty awesome. Right. Belle's great. Nice. Yeah, Belle's great. 
All right, this one, this one's interesting. This is a weird question that he put in here, but I actually I think, don't know what my answer is to this. See, it's a good, I think it's a good I know, question. It's a good question. Best Toy Story movie. Two. Two. Okay, Whoa, wow. so wow. fast. Wow. That's the so one that I fast. haven't seen, the, I think, the most, I get, I don't know how to say that. That's the one that I haven't seen in the longest, I think. Uh, I think that was the one I haven't seen in the longest. I loved Toy. Three, didn't love yeah. Four. Um, and then one's four one, you know, kills I, the point of one, two, and three. I did. That's Whoa. why I, you didn't watch it. Nope. I really used. I refused. The third one made me cry. <laughs> okay, I was like, yeah. this is a great rap here. Why are we going to yeah. keep going? And then I saw the fork and it called itself like trash. And I'm like, I don't need this. I really don't need this. <laughs> I like, I like four. I bunny and ducky. Yeah. Were, but like fun. the whole point of spoilers. <laughs> the whole point of one, two, and three is no matter what, all going to be together. Yeah. Right. Or now, nah, I'm yeah. just going to go off and be my own person now. <sighs> I don't know. It it hits me different. Right. Yeah, right. The circus. Three, they yeah. had that scene where they almost all died together, and like uh, I yeah. thought the movie was in there. I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. Uh, it's a crazy ending for a kids movie. Could you imagine that's how it ends? So I, every time I watch a Toy Story film, I do have only a small little bag left of like toys from my childhood that I just can't get rid of, you know? Oh, yeah. And every time I just feel really bad, like they're just plastic wrapped in my garage. And I'm like, oh, oh, are they real? <laughs> no. You grew up with Toy Story. There's no giving away toys. No, no. I, I feel so guilty. They're going to make hoarding problems. Seriously. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I feel so bad about it every yeah. single time. Yeah, yeah, started but for me a long time ago. All the Toy Stories, I'm going to say two, three, one, four. I think that's very fair. That's a very fair ranking. I would I, say we're going to get along. We're going to get along with this podcast. Pretty good. Pretty good. Excellent. <laughs> so glad that we got to hear a little bit about you guys. Um, but now that we're speaking about weird things in movies, let's talk a little Luck of the Irish. So for people who haven't watched Luck of the Irish, you should, first of all. But Luck of the Irish is a Disney Channel original movie that was released on the Disney Channel on March 9th, 2001. It starred Ryan Merriman, Timothy Omenson, and Henry Gibson. It was released a week before St. Patrick's Day to mixed reviews, but overall was a successful television movie. Mm-hmm. Now, truth be told, I haven't seen this movie since it came out, right? So, um, so you know, everyone's like, oh, we're going to do Luck of the Irish this week. And I remembered it was like some basketball leprechaun type movie. And I really, really did not want to watch this. Like, I did not want to take an hour and a half out of my day to sit down and watch this 2001 Disney Channel original movie. And I did. I did. Um, I And I'm so happy that I did because this movie was um, like, as good as a Disney Channel movie could be. It was even better. I loved this movie. Uh, Alex. Yes. You just recently watched this as well, right? I did. I watched it with my kids. I, unlike you, were look, was looking forward to watching this movie because I remember watching it not just when it came out, but like a couple of years after that, mm-hmm. a couple of years after that, and a couple of years after that because I love this movie and I love showing it to my kids and they actually liked it. I thought they may not, not like it, but they actually did like it. Really? Yeah, it's a fun movie. It's yes. a fun movie. Now, Melinda and John. Yes. Now this this was your choice. This was like let's do Luck of the Irish. Is this yes. your favorite Disney Channel original movie? Not mine, but it's up there. But that's because I'm biased. High School Musical is always going to be number one for mm, okay. me. Great, great I choice. was like, I was the perfect age range when that came out. I was in like third grade when the first movie came out, so I was very ah. much obsessed. But what about you? My favorite decom. It's got to be up there for you, Luck of the Irish. It, it, Luck of the Irish is up there for me. Your last name's Riley, for goodness. It, yeah. I was yes. saying. <laughs> Riley O'Reilly. Yeah, right? We're very, it's very close. 
But honestly, my favorite decom is don't look under the bed. No one don't knows look that under one, the bed. Yeah, yeah, that's not coming to mind for me. Crazy, yeah. creepy. They that's because it is like disturbing. Yeah, and it's just it really pushed the boundaries. Yeah. of the decom of oh, just geez. this is a girl who grew up and forgot about her imaginary friend, and because she's forgetting her imaginary friend, they're turning into demons. Yeah, it's really creepy. It's so cool. It's, Looking at the demon or the bad, the villain, whatever, I yeah. recognize it now. It's described as a fantasy horror film. Yeah. Yes. Oh I, I recognize a villain. I recognize a villain. It was wow. a creepy film. It was a creepy film. And I think that's why no one talks about it. Because I think Disney realized they went too far. They flew too close to the sun and kind of like <laughs> backed away slowly. I like the edge. I know. Like, we thought like, you liked Goosebumps. We thought you all liked Goosebumps. Sorry. <laughs> exactly. But it's like, you're Disney. You're not allowed to do that. Don't you know? So yeah. I would say Luck of the Irish is in our top three, though. Oh, it's up there. Yeah. It's really nice. good. Like, it's I, not even like, I didn't even have to pretend to like this movie. Like, I genuinely, <laughs> like, so, so I was um i needed to watch this movie i was pretty busy this week so today uh my wife's away on vacation me, uh, i surprised her me and my mom went and built the uh crib and dresser in the in our uh, nursery when she was away humble brag right so humble brag, humble gonna, brag. Be a, gonna be a dad soon um, congratulations so, thank you so much thank you so so my mom's like, you know, getting all he has all these tools. We have all these tools. I was like, mom, hold on. I got to charge the iPad. We have to watch Luck of the Irish while we built this. And we're, <laughs> so we're building this, all this furniture. And I have my iPad like set up, propped up on the wall so we can watch Luck of the Irish. And I'm just like cracking up. I'm like, can you believe this leprechaun? I look over my mom's like sweating, putting this stuff together. And I'm cracking up at, at Luck of the Irish. You're going to uh, look back at this moment in your life where you're like, I was building my child's crib watching the Luck of the Irish. <laughs> It's really a staple in my house. I'm really I will watch glad. this all the time. I'm really glad we did that for you. I, oh I, yeah. You yeah at first I was mad at you guys before I even met you. I, like, I don't want to. I don't want to. And now I now you're like two of my favorite people. Well, thank oh, you. We appreciate that. Great taste. Taste. to hang out. We're we're nearby. You I know? know. I know. We're gonna have to sometime. Mm -hmm. Alex, your favorite decom. My favorite decom. Yeah, I have so, one. So so my favorite decom. I would say right now, if you put it on, I wouldn't care if you put it on. And Ryan in the chat got it right. It would be zombies. Oh yeah, that is your favorite. I that love zombies. I love zombies. I love zombies too. I love zombies three. That's very new. Yeah, these are new movies. Yeah, zombies very new. I have a, a six year old, so okay. No, that makes sense. Yeah. So did you also have to do the descendants phase or did love that love descendants? Love okay. descendants. I have to say I also like the descendants movies a lot. I get yeah. that. That's a vibe. <laughs> All right. So my favorite decom, actually, the last time I watched it, I remember when it was, it was my 21st birthday, uh, went down to Atlantic City with some friends. What? And um, not selling a decom story. Me and my wife have been <laughs> together and me and my wife have been together since high school. So we're not like the party. We're not like, you know, go out and party and stuff. So we, we tapped out at 1130. Uh -huh. uh, down down 21st birthday tap out at 1130 go back up to the hotel room she falls asleep i turn on the tv order my grilled cheese from room service because my birthday i'm gonna uh -huh. treat myself you're allowed to you yeah. have to you have to <laughs> someone has to so and what's on tv nothing but cadet kelly that's a good one yeah, yeah. Uh, cadet uh, kelly so my 21st birthday I had a bottle of champagne grilled cheese 
and watched Cadet Kelly. Honestly, what a good way to spend your 21st birthday. I know. I know. I look back at it and I'm, I wouldn't have spent it any other way. Except no. if my wife was awake, that would have been cool. But yeah, um, look, we've been through that too. We've been together since high school too. So I totally oh, cool. get it. You hit an yeah, age see? where it's just like, you want to just go to bed? I know. It's like, just, yeah, they can go, go down to and, bed. They can go down to the club and, uh, right. It's I'm like, going I don't want to watching Cadet Kelly <laughs> with a bottle of champagne. And a yes. <laughs> it was, it I was, was actually uh, doing amazing. a little research going into this episode too, like looking at the decoms and stuff. Cadet Kelly was one of the highest openings. Yep. Yes, it was. it was for ratings because it was really coming off of the whole Hillary Duff. Yeah, Hillary Christy Duff. Carlson Romano yeah. too. I mean, I know she's like secondary, I guess, to Hillary Duff technically, but she was on even Stevens. I mean, she was huge, yep. you know? She's yeah, coming yeah. back now too. I don't know if you guys have seen her podcast stuff. She's like yeah. everywhere now. So she is. Yeah, she is. <laughs> All right, see about history. Let's get to the his on the luck of the Irish. In the early 80s, Disney was a premium service that parents had to buy in order to have access. This meant that to get their product in the homes of as many Americans as possible, parents had to think that the channel wasn't just full of mindless content. So Disney executives decided they would start to release television movies that would be inspired by literacy work, for parents to think that Disney could supply some educational value. The movies produced were called Disney Channel Premiere Films, with the debut being Tigertown, which aired on October 9, 1983. For the next 20 years, Disney Channel released over 50 Disney Channel premiere films, some of the most popular being The Parent Trap 2, Mother Goose Rock and Rhyme, and The Ernest Green Story. In 1991, Disney Channel became available on basic cable, and Disney executives quickly realized that now they could produce content that only kids would want to tune in for, something that kids would talk about at school. The first Disney Channel original movie was Under Wraps, which debuted on October 25, 1997, to over 400,000 viewers. Less than a year later, the second DCOM movie debuted on October 17, 1998, named Halloween Town. This solidified the Disney Channel original movie concept, with 6.9 million viewers tuning in to watch it on its premiere night. Disney then would go on to release a minimum of four DCOMs throughout the year, with a couple extra during the summer. In 2003, Disney Channel released its first ever DCOM musical with Cheetah Girls. This was a huge success, with over 8 million TVs tuned in on its debut night. And with this success, Disney started to produce more musicals, with its next great accomplishment being High School Musical. This DCOM debuted to over 7.5 million viewers, with its sequel, High School Musical 2, becoming the most viewed Disney Channel original movie premiere, with over 17 million. But we don't get High School Musical without the main characters Troy Bolton and Gabrielle Montez being forced to sing together by an unnamed MC. This unnamed character was played by Brett Yoder, who also was a teammate of Kyle Johnson, the main character of DCOM's The Luck of the Irish. And according to Ryan Merriman, star of The Luck of the Irish, his film was perhaps the film that gave the blueprint for High School Musical. A popular basketball student who has a championship game looming tries to discover more about himself outside of basketball. Luckily, his singing and dancing skills help him prevail as the movie is wrapped up with a large musical number about unity. Wow, lots to unpack here, actually, Alex. Nice. Um, let's start off with the very beginning. Actually, what, what I want to start off at. Oh, really? That's a good idea. Start with the beginning. <laughs> a very good place to start. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you talk about how it was a premium channel that people had to buy it. I didn't have Disney Channel growing up. 
um, until about middle school, I think. Uh. So my grandparents lived in Fort Myers, Florida. And when we would go vacation there, uh, we'd go to Disney. And when we would vacation there, they had Disney show. And I watched like PB&J Otter. And um, what was that one where the kid talked to the fish? That was my know. favorite one. Stanley, maybe? I have no idea what that is. Uh, it's it's talk to animals. Oh, Wild Thornberry? No, that's no, 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 that's no. Nickelodeon. <laughs> yeah, that's a Nickelodeon yeah. show. I, I don't know. Uh, really, Stanley uh, talking to animals. I'm gonna Google. I'm pretty sure I'm it was like... Stanley. Uh, RJ says Stanley. Yeah, it was Stanley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stanley. Yep, Stanley. Oh, it was just called Stanley. Wow, wow. It was it was right there. Um, yeah, Stanley, PB and J, Otter, Roly Polly. I don't think I watched, but anyway, I thought that. Because I was younger, I thought that Disney was only available in Florida. Like I thought that oh, <laughs> because when I would go there, they'd have it. And we'd go to Disney. So you I thought, thought that, or did your parents tell you I, that so they had to buy pretty it? Pretty sure I thought that because they told me that. <laughs> um, all, all I remember, we had Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network, and then in middle school, we got like Verizon or something, and boom, we have the magic of Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. You did? Did you all have Disney Channel growing? Am I the only poor person here? Uh, no, I was I was a poor person for okay, sure. Same. Oh, I had Disney Channel. Of course, you did. <laughs> yeah, I had it. His family actually Upset. had money. Uh, must be nice. No, uh, <laughs> we can afford cable. Look, we live in Jersey. Our taxes are high. Okay, my I know. parents are like, we don't need all the mm-hmm. premium channels. So nope. I was also a PBS kid. I'm sure yep. you watched a lot of yep. PBS. Yeah. Um, um, little Bear and Franklin. Yeah, little, there was Little Bear. There was Franklin. There was Arthur. Arthur was Arthur. My, oh gosh, dude. the best go to yeah. uh, and then yes i had cartoon network um nickelodeon channel 49 and channel 33 was nickelodeon yeah i still remember it was yeah and then eventually we did get disney channel yeah. it had to be before i was in third i'm gonna guess like second grade so it was definitely okay. before you did unfortunately but yeah high school musical i got in there just in time so yeah see so you might, you're a little younger than me then because you said you were in third grade when high school musical came out yeah. i was in middle school i was like sixth grade so it like wasn't cool for like yeah, you were past that point. Yeah. Like, it wasn't cool to like that. I mean, to be fair, though, there were kids in my grade who were like, why do you like this so much? <laughs> and I was like, I really don't care what you think. I think <laughs> I was just like, I like this anyway. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I want to say it was third or fourth grade. And I just, oh, my God, I was obsessed. That's when they had like the merch everywhere, too. Do you yeah, remember how it exploded? Uh, like, the backpacks everywhere. and the journals. and I had everything. I had Troy Bolton t-shirts. I had the DVD. I had the DVD. But it was like they had three separate special editions and I had every single one. It was the same thing, but it said special edition. Therefore, I needed it. (laughs) You have to. Yeah, you have less than a choice. Uh I've never watched it. I've never watched High School Musical because it was shoved down my throat, like the music and stuff. Like my my little sister, she loved it. And I was like, this is dumb. This is stupid. So I just never watch it. But. I will admit, I will admit, I've been on for some reason. Because okay, you're you're young, you love this stuff. Then you go through that, like that that age where it's like not cool and not interested. Then you get to my age, our age, whatever. You get a little older, and then you just don't care what people think about what you do. So I like yep. almost every time I'm in the car, I'm listening to Olivia Rodrigo now. And so I turn on my Olivia Rodrigo radio, and she has like these High School Musical songs. I think she was uh-huh. in like the new one or something. Yes, yeah, she and, was. And uh, she's singing some of the old songs, and now I'm pretending that I liked the old you know, the old songs, so I can be nostalgic and listen to uh her sing like bop to the top and stuff you poser i know i know <laughs> good thing i'm not saying this on anywhere that's being recorded i know good thing there aren't a bunch of disney fans that will um, ever hear any of this you yeah know? alex please cut this no, i was way different no. i was a junior in high school when it came out so i, I never even heard it until mm-hmm. i had kids and then they were we were watching musicals and i love musicals but i never watched 
decom musicals. And uh, we started watching music. And I was like, hey, High School Musical is pretty cool. I like it. It's a bop. Mm-hmm. It's a bop. And it's also Kenny Ortega who did Descendants as well. He's a very yeah. good director. He's done a great job with decom. Movies oh, yeah. in general, but like decom. He's the legend. He did Dirty Dancing. How do you go from Dirty ah. Dancing to like High School Musical? How did I feel that like happen? it's so simple. They're so similar. Right? Yeah. Subject matter is absolutely almost the same for sure. (laughs) We didn't even talk about Cheetah Girls when you were talking about good uh, originals. I forgot that was an original. I've never seen it. Never seen it. I love Ah. the music. I love the music. Cheetah Girls was iconic. Like, it's Cheetah's Friends for Life. life. Yeah. Never seen it. Yeah, you didn't watch that. Was that. the I knew they existed but never watched it. Mm-hmm. I can't say so I watched I, the movie in its entirety, but I cannot. I, I'm having a daughter, so I can't wait. As soon as she's born, as soon as she's born, the first week I'm watching <laughs> Cheetah Girls, High School Musical. Yeah, because I have an excuse now. Yeah, like a really good excuse. I was gonna say you have a Disney podcast and friends who like Disney. You probably already have an excuse. To just yeah, it. yeah, it is true. That is if true. Anything, guys, started with Kim Possible. Oh, oh gosh! We love, love impossible. impossible. That's my that was my text home for the longest. I love um, that. I love that so much. It's so good. <laughs> I always just said it like that the other day. I was like, ah, I don't know if it's I, maybe once I have the kid. Maybe, right, <laughs> maybe right. I, I like how you're using your child as an excuse for all the things you total want. Total scapegoat. Yeah, she's I love that. Total scapegoat. Yeah. Uh, I need to have it like this, guys. My baby just really likes the sound of Kim Possible. That's why I'm having a kid. Actually, it's because I, I. It's like people start looking at me weird. So that's. Yeah, I gotta get the kid then. I just yeah. gotta she's like yeah. four. It's her birthday, and she's like, "They're like, he's like, you ready for your descendants' birthday party?" She's like, "You wanted descendants' birthday party, Dad, not me. <laughs> no, you wanted it." <laughs> I can okay. I can back up this claim entirely. The amount of kids' parties I've gone to where it's not for the kid, it's for the parent. It's hundred yeah. percent for the parent. It will be for Parents. me. Yeah. Yeah. No, like I've yeah. seen it so many times, and honestly, like no shame in it. I'm no. like, you mm-hmm. know what? Live your best life. I get it. Like, yeah. go for it. You yeah. want Cinderella at your house? I get it. Yeah, Have see, fun. I will I will admit it. It will be for me. It will be for me. <laughs> at least you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, you're you aware. Lay the ground rules, yeah. Very self-aware. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. A little bit of a stretch that uh that he says that he's responsible for high school musical. No, it what? actually isn't. I don't think that's about? a stretch really? at all. I said this yesterday. Yeah, we were discussing the movie. Because I think it's set. I think wherever they filmed must have been near where they filmed High School Musical. Do you really think that? Because there's those scenes up the hill. The hills oh, interesting. Look very similar. I do think they filmed out there. But also, he Maybe plays we'll find basketball. Out later. <laughs> right? We have to do a deep dive on this. I got to know. But like, he plays basketball. He's yep. like the star of the team. Everybody loves him. Mm-hmm. Then he's got this girl who's a brainiac. That can mm-hmm. also shoot the hoops if she wanted to, but like just doesn't. That's true. You know? That's true. Like, she makes <laughs> That's very person, true. Which, like, let's be real, Gabriella is entirely responsible for Troy becoming a better guy. So, like, yeah. oh, spoiler mm-hmm. alert! He, he becomes better. Now I know. Now I know yeah, he uh, becomes better. I forgot you've never seen <laughs> it. God. I thought he was like, just a scumbag. Gonna break him down. Yeah. I thought he like drops out of high school and like resorts Gets to yeah, just lives on the streets. Just lives on the streets. His favorite, yeah. his favorite Disney character is Scar. Yeah, lives <laughs> under the boardwalk. Yeah. <laughs> so you think? So you think this is true? You think there's some validation to this? No, I absolutely do. One hundred percent. There were some weird similar. I literally said, "Why are all of these movies set in early two thousands like basketball?" Which I mean, that's a lot of things. Well, you have to think about the nineties was all karate. And then basketball oh, was true. the early 2000s, you yeah, know? Yeah, so, that's true. But so no, what's I today? 
video games. I, I really video don't games. know. You're probably right. Like Fortnite everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> the Luck of the Irish was written by Andrew Price. Price wrote a script that Disney liked, but the concept was too edgy. So Disney asked Price if he could write something about a leprechaun. Price was able to write a first draft within a few weeks, which Disney liked. Price would go on to write two more drafts over the next five months to present to Disney. Disney then took that script and gave it to director of the future film, Paul Hohen. At this time, Paul Hohen wasn't the two-time director's Guild Award winner he would end up being. He was just a television show director known for his work on Kids Incorporated, Sabrina Teenage Witch, The Secret World of Alex Mack, and The Journey of Alan Strange. After Look at the Irish, he would go on to direct Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off, Jump In, The Cheetah Girls, Camp Rock 2, and Zombies 1, 2, and 3. Paul Hohen was given the script and thought it was great. He would also luck out with the cast that Disney was able to provide him. First was the lead who portrays a high school basketball star, Kyle Johnson, played by Ryan Merriman. This wasn't Merriman's first Disney Channel original film. He was in the 1999 movie Smart House. His parents in the film, Bob and Kate Johnson, were played by Paul Kiernan and Marita Garrity. The real talent of the cast was Henry Gibson, playing O'Reilly O'Reilly, Kyle's estranged grandfather. Henry Gibson first started acting in the early 1960s and made a name for himself as Mariposa on the 1978 TV series The New Adventures of Wonder Woman. He quickly followed that up with appearance on The Dukes of Hazard, and then that same year he was the Illinois Nazi leader in the blockbuster The Blues Brothers. His next successful role would be as the villain in the 1989 hit The Burbs. Gibson was a veteran addition to the cast, helping his younger co-stars throughout filming. The villain of the film, Seamus McTiernan, is played by Timothy Amundsen. Timothy has been acting for only eight years until he landed his biggest role as Eli on Xenon Warrior Princess. Two years later, he was the main villain in Luck of the Irish, this being one of his smaller roles, since he would go on to be a main cast member of the TV series Judging Amy and later Psych. He would also star in Gallivant in 2015, and most notably portray a neighbor on This Is Us. Most recently, he has been in the Disney Plus series Percy Jackson and the Olympians. The cast was rounded out by Alexis Lopez playing Bonnie Lopez, Kyle's love interest, and Glendon Chapman as Russell Holloway, Kyle's best friend and teammate. Production for The Luck of the Irish began in Utah in 2000. So you're, you, you say Utah, huh? Utah. <laughs> you're one of them. <laughs> I don't know what you mean by that. You say, you, you spell it like it's, you say like it's spelled U-T-A-H-L. I don't say L, Utah. Oh, you do. You said it again. You, I will say you. I don't know if he put that out there, but yeah, there was there was a little bit of an L in there. It's right, you're a Utah guy. It's all right. There's nothing to be ashamed about. It's never knew you were, just never knew you were a Utah guy. You ever been uh, to Utah? I don't think I ever will. No I'm snowboarding once. It was fun. You went once? Yeah, snowboarding was fun. Oh, snowboarding. Okay. Yeah. No. No, that's why I say it that way, because, you know, I'm a local. Oh, it's, yeah, it's... I see. Yeah, he's been, he knows. He knows. He's, it's, it's, actually, yeah. L is how you say it, okay? He knows. <laughs> it's the equivalent of wearing a Disneyland spear jersey. Just like, just like how you say Illinois. <laughs> Illinois. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, uh, possibly one of it. the best shows love ever it. created. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, mastermind behind that. We have... Um, I, know, I don't know what Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off is. I don't know if I'm uncultured. Oh, my God. Are you serious yeah, right it now? A, it, yeah, like, yeah. I'm sorry. That's a top 10 decom. I was have it. Top 10 decom. <laughs> really? I thought, it was a, yes. I thought it was like a Bobby Flay show. Oh, no. Yeah. Wow. Is that a guy with a spatula as a baseball bat? Yeah, yes. he's he's a baseball player, but he wants to be a chef. Just oh, like Craig Bolton mm -hmm. wanted to be in sports, but also wanted to sing. You oh, know, I, I love this. I, I love this. I think. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's he Such had a, a lot movie. of angst. <laughs> oh, so 
Okay, I, I have to try to remember this quote because we're talking about baseball now. One of the best quotes in Luck of the Irish was, <laughs> was this is America. Yes. We don't we don't love kings. We love baseball or something yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have kings. We, oh, have we don't baseball. have kings. Yeah, we I think it was we don't baseball. have kings. We have yeah, baseball. That's it. I, yeah. I literally, this, we'll get into it, but this movie is one of the most American things I think I've ever seen. Oh, like, <laughs> oh, oh yes. This, that oh. scene is very... Yeah, it's throwing it in your face. We're wondering. We were like, how far can we How deep can we go with different cuts and interpretations, we think? Yeah, because we with this With this movie? With this movie. Yeah. Oh, a lot. There was a lot here. Oh. Because, uh, you know, you watch the first 10 minutes. I'm like, Ooh. can you imagine if the family were, were Germans? As compared to <laughs> okay, so first ten minutes completely changes context. Yeah, so 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 we'll, we'll, I, let's talk about this next. We'll cut probably this out from the episode, Alex, because you use better judgment than I do. Um, but <laughs> like, so I'm I'm thinking like, uh, so they're sitting at a they're sitting at executive. They're sitting at a table discussing like, let's let's raise up a minority group. Uh, yeah. What should we do? And someone in the back goes, "Let's do the Irish." It's almost <laughs> like you. a, it's almost Thank like a Tim you. Robinson sketch. Like, yeah, uh, a, I think you, you should leave. Yeah. And then they're all sitting there. Yeah, it's great. And then Tim Robinson screams from the back. Oh, they're like, "Okay, this is a G-rated movie. Uh, what should the punishment be if the boy loses? How about slavery?" Happens, and I wanted Russell to be like, "We're not talking this." <laughs> yeah, when the when they're sitting in the car, since we're going there, we're just gonna go there. When they're sitting in the car, they're talking about how the Irish are so oppressed. Oh yeah, African American boy. He's like, "At least you got paid." <laughs> That's, That's right. That is a line in the movie. You're right. At least that is it's a little. Not, a little even, s- not a- even he said it. It's the fact that they cut to the dad and he's like, well, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Shrugs yep. his shoulders. <laughs> I mean, <they're> <laughs> that is a good line. That is and a good John's line. Dead. And John's dead now. Yeah, yeah it was, it was, that was, I, I, it was like, I just couldn't not talk about that. And I know we're not talking about the synopsis yet, but there was like, what are they doing here? What are they yeah, doing? Yeah, no, it was confusing. There were definitely moments of like, and we're laughing because it's it's insane. Like it's actually yeah. the scene leading up to like him playing the games makes absolutely no sense. No. And I know that no. we'll no. talk about this later when you guys are talking about the it's, movie. Yeah. But we were specifically talking about the coolest visual effect in the film is the coin tornado. Oh yes. yeah, when yeah. The cool gets like sucked in, but then they immediately open the van door and he's standing right there. He's, yeah. No point. Yeah. To doing that, he's like, "Oh, no. I got him by the beard. He's mine now. He's my now." It's like, what is that? What? <laughs> you know what it felt like? And, and I... then, and then the movie even establishes that the grandfather's rich. Yeah. But he's like, "Oh, but this little box of gold." Yeah. <laughs> like, well, he is a leprechaun, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> one thing I re- one thing I recognize when I watch back this movie is I know. Um, I saw I saw you, John, have a reaction to Henry Gibson, which you you had a reaction when you said Blues Brothers, and that's what I recognize him from too is Blues Brothers. Yes. When I when I rewatched this movie, I was like, that's a guy from Blues Brothers. Yeah, what? he looks super familiar. And it's so great. It's just like I'm like, oh, it's I, so random because whenever we go on a long road trip, every single time I is mm-hmm. Blues Brothers one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, it really is. It is one of the greatest car chase scenes of all time yes ever seen it you have to watch it Mm -hmm. very good Uh, you know and before they lead into the scene it's just like but 106 miles to chicago full tank of gas half a pack of cigarettes it's it's dark and we're wearing sunglasses (laughs) hit it 
and he makes yeah. me say it every single time. <laughs> and I still, it's been how many years? And I go, uh, 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 and I forget. And then I, and then he has to harass <laughs> me to remember. And it's a whole process. So when he saw that he was in this movie, he was like, oh my God. It's also one of those things that's just like, I didn't know how deep we were going to be going into like, oh, these people were in this, these people were in yeah. this. And it's like, I, I doubt they're going to mention. talk about these. Like, <laughs> and then he said, it was like, <laughs> And then my other one was Timothy Amundsen, which I recognized from Psych. Uh, yes. When I rewatched the movie, I was like, oh, that's a guy from Psych. And yep. then I saw him in This Is Us when he was in This Is Us. Yep. And I was like, that's a guy from Luck of the Irish, the villain. And my wife's yeah. like, what? And I was like, the villain from Luck of the Irish. She's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, the villain from Luck of the Irish. <laughs> like, come and on, iconic. <laughs> don't you know what I'm talking about? Uh, so yep. it's I... so funny when you look back at movies that you watch yeah. as a kid. And you recognize these um, these actors from other movies that you didn't watch as a kid because they weren't appropriate or they yeah. weren't around yet. And yeah. then you're like, wow. You're like, wait a second. Huh. Wait Him and Galavant, too. He was very impressive. I love Galavant. Oh, I so love Galavant. I wish they season. had a third season. Over two Me season. too. He's the reason why I watched Galavant to start with. I was like, that's a guy from Luck of the Irish. I'm going to watch the that. Villain. Again. He <laughs> keeps coming around. He also did. I'm very happy. Didn't he have a stroke? He did. Yes, he did. And he's doing good. Yep, he and this is us. He had he was post stroke and he was uh had um wasn't able to use most of his uh half of his body and he's still in this is us. He w played a post stroke victim, Aww. and then he's in the most recent Psych mm -hmm. as well. Um, mm -hmm. and he's and he well. looks good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and I haven't seen uh the new Percy Jackson Olympians, but he's he in was that, in two so. minutes. It literally was a two. Oh, really? He pops out at the top of a thing and basically just listens to a monologue and goes, "I'll tell your mom you said hi," and leaves. Like and they do shoot. Uh, Really far they shoot away. him from really far away or really, okay. really close. So I'm wondering if there was something going on there. But, you know, yeah. I love him, so I'm happy to see him anywhere I can. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so two things about these guys. The one thing I love how they just call up Henry Gibson whenever they just need like a stereotypical European guy, whether whatever country it is, <laughs> yes. the Irish guy, whether we need a, a Nazi. Henry yep. Gibson's our guy. The one. The other thing, the bad guy, uh, Timothy Odman. Yes. Amundsen. Odinson. He look. I thought he was the guy from Lazy Town. No, he kind of looks like him. A little though. bit, like, yeah, a little bit, right? I it that was also the, sex, yeah. It's also the dye job they gave him in Luck of the. I, yeah, I don't understand. I guess what it is. That's a whole separate topic here. And it's so off, but like I, <laughs> I noticed the dye jobs in this movie were terrible. What yeah. were they doing? What were they doing? Like I don't. I have a theory about cool. that. Really? I, yeah, I think that I think that like, OK, so you're shooting a Disney Channel original movie. You know, it's not going to be a blockbuster hit. Yeah. You know, it's like it, it's not going to be taken serious. So why not just go super ridiculous? Like and that's why I think I liked this movie so good is because it was so self-aware of how corny it was. And they they totally embraced that the whole time. So I feel like like they're like the really bad makeup or the really bad acting. Some of the scenes was almost done on purpose just to be like when, when the first shot uh, or the first opening scene when he slaps the ball and it goes in the, the hoop to win the game. Dude, like, I'm gonna so love yeah, I'm going to love so this ridiculous. movie because like, this is just one of those type of movies. It's like one of those sci fi like Killer Croc versus giant Pteranodon movies, which is ridiculous the whole time. You just love every second of it. So that's why that's why I think now I hope that whoever works in this movie is not never listens to this because maybe they really, really tried hard. And it was yeah, not, no that's not why. No offense <laughs> so, at all. Yeah. 
but, but uh, I, that's that, what that I think. Box, that box dye was just really unfortunate. <laughs> I, I really know. I think Kyle's hair for the early 2000s was very on point. Oh, very, it was. Yeah, very in. Um, but that's very also in. just a general criticism of what were we doing in the early 2000s to our hair. <laughs> I, I don't understand. YouTube was not a thing yet. That's why. No. <laughs> <laughs> we were just going with what we thought was right. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh my god. But no, yeah. He's great. Yeah, I think he did a good job. And then yep. I would say the person in this film that had the most fun was Kyle's mom. Oh, oh yeah, she killed 100%. Him. Every scene. 100%. She was chewing the scenery. She was living her best life. <laughs> Just laughing every time she's on the screen. Literally. No, she was great. My favorite when they thought the house was on fire and she's like, "Ah, oh, this guy's <laughs> a peat bug in the morning." Yeah. It's like what's happening? It, was, it, was, it made me feel like a kid again watching this movie, seriously. Oh, that makes me happy. I'm I so loved glad. it. I'm so yeah. glad to hear that because it's very random. And like when so we were random. told pick a topic, we were like, are they going to hate us if we pick Luck of the Irish? <laughs> yeah, you're right. We're like, well, Luck of the Irish is going to be around March. Right? Yeah, we're that was like, a great call. It was a great right? call. Yeah. We're almost at St. Patty's Day. We got to celebrate. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to probably watch this again. Oh, we probably will too, for sure. Well, and we're also going for we're going to do a live stream of. Uh, oh yeah, Darby O'Gill and the Little People. I oh. love that movie. I've never I seen Alex, it. You just I've watched that recently, either. right? I brought it up on the podcast about a month ago because yeah. I put it on just for funsies. My wife and I got so into it. We're like, this is really? amazing. Oh my gosh, that gives me more hope. I'm excited because we we've watched like a uh, review of what this movie is. Mm -hmm. And we kind of blocked it from our head. It's been like years. And I'm yeah. like, we got to do it. It's on Disney Plus. What's the excuse yes. now? Yeah. You know, yes. so we got to do it. That's going to be the goal for this. We year. made a fun Patreon episode once uh, where we looked at the titles of movies that we've never watched before mm -hmm. and try to guess what the movie was based on. Oh, purely, I love that. purely by title. Yeah, I love that. Right. Yeah, there was like a lot of strange ones. Like Disney's got some weird out of pocket stuff in there, man. <laughs> our favorite yeah. was a movie called Johnny Tremaine that we had no clue. You guys know who? Okay, I'm sorry. This is so off topic. Do you know who Johnny Tremaine is? No, no. Donnie or Johnny? Johnny. 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 No, I don't think so. Okay, so it's no. not just us because we were shamed on our Patreon. They're like, you don't know who Johnny Tremaine is. It's like it was like a apparently uh, 1957. Yeah, no. It was yeah. like apparently a book though, and like. Oh. Learn it in school. Some of the RJ's. Yeah, uh, he would stuff, have that. I think. He would have definitely He's probably punching the air right now listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had no clue. So we actually we went and watched the movie after, and it was it was a movie. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was a movie. movie. When we saw Sean Connery was in Darby go a young Sean Connery, we're like, we have to watch this. You gotta do it. You gotta do it. I mean, how can you say no? And that's one of his first. He was, and that's one of his first ever films. Ah. Oh. I love he was that. chosen by Walt Disney to be in that movie. <laughs> That's pretty iconic. Kyle Johnson is a 15-year-old junior high basketball star. He is known for being super lucky, but at school, Heritage Day is approaching, and Kyle asks his parents where they are from. His parents change the subject. The next day, Kyle and his best friend Russell skip school to visit the Irish Festival after Kyle notices on its poster a coin that resembles his lucky coin he has worn around his neck since birth. There, Kyle meets an old Irish man who seems a bit odd and Kyle uncontrollably dances the Irish step until he's knocked over. The next day, Kyle seems to have no luck, and during science class, a magnet attracts his lucky gold coin, which means it's not gold, it must be fake. He rushes home to tell his parents, only to find his mom has shrunk down to a foot tall, and then he finds out he is part leprechaun. Kyle then tells him about his day at the festival, and his mom realizes the old Irish man 
is his estranged grandfather, Riley O'Reilly, the owner of Emerald Isle Potato Chip Company. Kyle goes to the factory to get his necklace back, only for his grandfather to be shocked to find out Kyle's necklace is gone. This is when Kyle realizes his ears are starting to point and his hair is red instead of his normal brown. Riley tells everyone how Seamus McTiernan was at the festival and is an evil leprechaun. Luckily, a rainbow leads them to Seamus in his RV. Kyle and his grandfather sneak aboard to find Seamus' pot of gold, but Seamus catches them so Kyle challenges him to sports. Instantly, they are all transported to Ireland to go head-to-head in the Gaelic Games. Kyle and Seamus tie, so Seamus, still holding Riley by the beard, says he is not giving them back their coin. Kyle then challenges Seamus to a game of basketball, even without his lucky coin. Kyle and Russell are transported to the state championship game that they were supposed to be at later that day. During the game, Kyle learns that the luck is inside of him, and he defeats the evil leprechaun and wins the state championship game. Kyle then performs the Irish step dance for the school heritage day and is joined on stage by his friend Bonnie to sing This Land is Our Land. Luck of the Irish debuted on March 9, 2001, setting the DCOM premiere viewership record, which was beat shortly after. The movie has mixed reviews, but it's known for being a cult classic in the DCOM community. Its Rotten Tomato score is 53%, with an audience score of 48%. In 2012, Disney Channel India debuted a remake of Luck of the Irish named Luck Luck Kai Beat. Um, so first thing I gotta say is I started writing the synopsis and it immediately became a whole like it was like three paragraphs long. I was like, I got to reduce this. I was like, I was getting too into the details. I was like, and then this, and then this happened, and then this happened, this happened. I was like, I got to reduce this somehow. It's too long. Um, but I just, I think the, I think the movie, if you're on your, if you are not sure if you want to watch this movie, you got to watch it. it it's like Chris said, such, it's so worth a watch. It's just yeah. fun. It's ridiculous. It's fun. You know, you might be listening to like, I don't know if I want to watch this movie. It's just, it's just, it's a fun movie. You got to watch it. Alex, how much do I hate being forced to watch movies? Like, I hate you it. Don't, you don't, don't watch do movies. it. No. You will look up a Rotten Tomato score and be like, I'm not watching this movie absolutely because it has not. a bad score. No, absolutely you know, not. I don't, I don't care about Rotten Tomato scores because I know people don't know what good movies no, are. I'm a movie but, snob. I'm, I'm an IMDb snob. And if I if I, I see like a bad score, I'm like, no. It's not, it was not like Friday. I was like, Chris, you have to watch this movie. Like, do I have to? I was like, yes. I'm going to talk about it. You have to watch my, it. My exact text to you was, ugh. Yes, it was. Extra H's. It's like they fully embraced the the how it's not going to be an Oscar winning movie. They fully embraced this and just <laughs> made the most out of pocket uh, movie. And I love I love it for that. It's so yes, even being an IMDb snob, I appreciate the the bad movies that are so bad that they're actually good. Yeah, that makes no, sense. That's good. That's good. Because I mean, that's us too. We yeah. do that a lot. Like we just it, it, we put this on literally every year and we know it's not like a great movie, but it's just so freaking funny. It, I know. Funny. That's why it's great. <laughs> so it's many characters movie. that say so many out of pocket things like so quote. If you really think about it, Russell's dad is the worst character in the movie. <laughs> He's, He's so worse bad. than the villain. <laughs> He's so bad. Because he says these these things to his son and just like so every morning. My father measures my height and how high I can vertically jump. jump. <laughs> Later on in the movie, he says, "Just like if we lose this this game, he's my dad's adopting the other team. The whole other team. Yes, like, yes. What? And that was the same thing with um, the, the, the love interest's yeah. dad. Yeah, That's my favorite line is he doesn't say anything the whole movie, and um, the grandpa goes, he's like." 
well, you know. She needs to do a sport and we'll give her a scholarship. Yeah. And he goes, oh, well, she loves basketball. You're going to do basketball, yeah. right? I'm like, so now she's allowed to do the thing <laughs> yeah. she likes to do? Yeah, she allowed. gets a full ride. You, you know, let her live her passions finally. <laughs> it's so no, problematic. But the icing on the cake for me, which made this movie so weird, was that this Land is Your Land song at the end. It was amazing. When, when it's like, how are you putting this this? <laughs> I was starting to cry. Native, Native American and African. I like that. Like this is just like this, that. Just it embraced the ridiculousness of the whole audience started Irish standing shows. up and singing. With yeah, them. it was just like <laughs> I, I, I. So Melinda had a very interesting thing. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, is it, it felt and this is a little dark, but you know what? We grew up right next to New York City, so I feel like I have a right to say something about this. Is like. It felt like a movie that would have come out post 9-11. Like they felt yes. the need to shove this in there as like an American pride kind of thing. Yeah. It felt so weirdly out of place, but it wasn't. It no. was pre-9. I literally said, did this movie come out post 9-11? And he's like, no, this was like quite a few months before that. Yeah. Happened. So if it was released in March, this would have been written a year. Yeah. Ago. So it was literally mm. just, I guess there was just this really, they had a deep sense of American pride. They needed to put out. We're American so, Kyle. That's all we need to be. Yeah. What culture are we? We're American. Don't let, don't let other people pressure you into looking into your hat, your history. Don't do that. <laughs> Which is like, it was weird because like my grandmother's from Cuba. And that's how she used to talk. Like when we were younger, like she wouldn't speak in Spanish. She's like, I'm an American. And she was just like Kyle's mom, like the, I'm an American. I don't need to like talk about that. And as she's gotten older and I think people have become more accepting of different cultures, really mm -hmm. not just performative songs at the end of movies. Now she's like, she talks in Spanish. Now she'll make more of her homeland food, things like that. But it was, it's like this weird mindset at the time of like, you're just American and that's it. There's nothing mm -hmm. else. Don't worry about it. Also, Cheeseburgers and hot dogs. <laughs> something I noticed about the end of this film. Yeah. That I've watched this dozens and dozens and dozens. He has. I've seen this since it came out. <laughs> and this is the first time I've ever watched it critically. Yeah. I'm like, oh, now I have to talk about this. Yeah, so now we have to actually really into this. have thoughts. Yeah. So again, <laughs> they never mentioned where this is set. We're taking a shot in the dark and saying New Mexico. Yeah, I was thinking New Mexico. These beautiful hills and stuff like that. that oh. we're seeing in the background. Mm -hmm. So... When they get to the Irish step dance that he's doing at Heritage Day, he's wearing a brown shirt for the Cleveland Browns. This is this movie's not set in Cleveland yes. at yes. no point. So he yeah. is honoring both halves of his family. Yeah. In yes. that scene, I never put that together. Wow. Yep, he is. He is. You're right. He's wearing a Cleveland Brown jersey because his dad is from Cleveland. From this from could Cleveland. Be, yeah, this could be a masterpiece by Lake of Erie. Deep cut. Deep cut. Lake Erie. It's Irie boy. <laughs> no. The lake of my father. Oh my! Dude, that God. was so. That was so awesome when he said that. So out of pocket, such a twist. It was so. It was. It was. I love that. I love that end of the movie, because I'm from Ohio. So when they did that, I was like, Oh my God, yes! <laughs> and also, <laughs> also, they're making fun of Cleveland because I'm from Southern Ohio. So it's like, okay. yes! Like, haha! -ha. <laughs> I mean, they that. say it so many times. They really do. They bring it yeah. up quite a few. You must have felt very represented in that moment. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. It was before I had red beard, so I didn't know how Irish I was, but yes. There's Your whole 6% Irish. <laughs> well, okay, so if I heard correctly, there was a remake of this film? Did I yep. miss? Yep, 2012, so Disney is, Channel yeah. India. Luck, luck, Kai beat. Luck, luck. <laughs> double, double, double the luck. 
I don't know. I didn't look into it that much. I didn't look into it that much. You're just much. like, I just know it's a remake. And it was yeah. for India, you said? It was in Disney Channel India, yeah. Okay, I'm going to go have to do some deep cut research on that later because I'm so curious of what that could possibly be. Okay, so I do have to read. So before we before we move on from this, I do have to go read ahead. the synopsis of this. The plot is the movie centers on 16-year-old Amit, who is a class hero and an incredibly lucky student who, attribu who attributes all his luck to a special gold coin. In a bid to find out his heritage, he visits a local fair styled around Arabian Nights, where the mystery deepens. As he, oh, I'm sorry, this is, as he encounters a series of mystical and sinister characters amidst colorful stalls, Arabian dancers, and magical tricks. By the next day, he starts his luck starts to wear thin, and he enters the unknown yet world of magic. I'm sorry, I'm laughing because I just don't know if this works in India, because it's like in America, like like okay, this 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 movie is people. It's like a melting pot. So it's like, oh, where am I from? But yes, yes. I just, India, I'm, I'm just, yeah, I'm India. just, yeah, yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just curious. It's like, it's like in the first thing, it's like, mom, where am I from? So you're from India, son, and the movie ends. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's it. it. Just where am I from? Go outside. Touch grass. And they go to a carnival with Arabian dancers. Boom, and and movie. Yeah, I just, I, I, now I want to watch this. I'm a big Bollywood guy too. I watched one Bollywood movie, and now I'm a Bollywood guy. But uh, I would love to, I would love to see more about this. That's really funny. Retired NBA player Thurl Bailey played Mr. Holloway, Kyle's best friend Russell's dad. The Luck of the Irish is an 86-minute movie, a common runtime for DCOM films. Halloween Town High filmed interior scenes at the same school in Utah as The Luck of the Irish. Luck of the Irish director Paul Hohen has directed 15 DCOM titles to date. So now you're wondering where they filmed it. It was definitely, it was Utah. They filmed it in it was Utah. Utah. Uh, in the same area as some of the Halloween High interior scenes, which... Uh -huh. I liked. But also, but also, I thought, I thought, um, I thought you're right. I thought, um, High School Musical was filmed in Utah as well. I'm pretty sure, wasn't it? Well, they say it's Albuquerque. They do say Albuquerque, yes, New Mexico, they do but say I guess it's Arizona. It... Yeah, yeah. So High School Musical was filmed in, in uh, Utah. Yeah. Ah. In the parks. It's your man on the ground, the Giles Garman, with another installment of In the Parks. You probably thought that. I was gone for the entire summer or something like that after last week, but no, I was gone out of protest God. after you maliciously left out my segment on the Avengers a couple weeks ago. I go out to these parks on my own dime, and you leave me out disgraceful. Anyways, this week you're talking about Luck of the Irish, a Disney Channel original movie, which means that there's not too much in the parks, so instead, I'd like to go ahead and talk about some other Irish leprechaun-type representation. For example, in many versions of It's a Small World Around the Globe, in the Irish portion, one can see one of the dolls that looks like a leprechaun. I'd much rather see that than have to sketch Alex with his shirt off, otherwise I would make him look like the biggest villain anyone's ever seen. Now let's head over to Disney Springs to the restaurant Raglan Road. Reglan Road is an Irish-themed pub, and although there aren't any individual leprechauns present there, the Irish theming more than suffices the representation here for what we're for. Still though, if you want something that's even more exciting than the performers at Reglan Road, I would suggest listening to Adeem's Taylor's production of Reglan Road on the radio. Now as we head over to the United Kingdom Pavilion in Epcot, Notice the Northern Irish portion located 
in this pavilion, as Northern Ireland is one of the four nations contained in the United Kingdom. You can see a number of pieces of merchandise that contain leprechauns there. Now, Chris, I'd like to go ahead and give you some ballet tickets so that you can avoid having to come Thank here you. every weekend instead. I'm sure you would love that. Finally, let's talk a little bit about Adventureland in Disneyland. In Adventureland in Disneyland, there's a tree that has a small door and different pieces of a small house located there. The story behind this is actually quite interesting. It's home of Patrick Bagora, the little man of Disneyland. A number of little golden books were written about him. He's supposedly a leprechaun that lives there. And as such, although the little golden books are not very popular today, the artifact still remains. Now, if you think that all of this was very much a cop-out for not having any sort of in-the-park for the Disney Channel original movie, I would like to say that there hasn't been as big of a cop-out on this podcast since adding a hippo in the middle of it and saying, this is our new host, Chris Yob. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well, at least he didn't call me a leprechaun. I thought he was just going to say, oh, anytime Chris visits the parks, there's a leprechaun in the park. Okay. Thank you, God. Thank you, Giles. Thank you, Giles Garmin. Giles, G Giles, 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 Giles Jarman. Giles Jarman. I don't know. He's on our payroll, Giles. though, apparently. Thank you. Uh, thank you. That was, that was very thought out. And, uh, Thank you for just making a fat joke instead of a short joke and not both. We here at Disney think that Luck of the Irish is an awesome Disney Channel original movie. It may be viewed as one of the weirdest decom films, but it sure is fun to watch even 20 years later. The Luck of the Irish should be a St. Patrick's Day staple for any home. St. Patrick's Vacations is an amazing booking agency. They can book your dream Disney vacation in Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruises, and Disney Resorts. They also do non-Disney trips like trips to Universal, Sandals, all-exclusive resorts, Royal Caribbean, Virgin Voyages, Carnival, and even more. The most amazing part is, it doesn't cost you anything extra. Just head over to sandpipervacations.com and click and get a quote. That's right, at Sandpiper Vacations, we are here not just to book your vacation, but to give you some expert tips and advice to make your trip extra special, to create those magical memories for you, your family, your friends, or whoever you want to take on that vacation. Don't take Nick's word for it. A testimonial from a customer at Sandpiper Vacations said, Sandpiper Vacation was amazing in booking our family Disney vacation. Our agent was with us from the beginning, looking for the best accommodations, making reservations for dining, teaching us about how everything worked, telling us how to maximize our time, and just providing us all his travel knowledge. We had a family trip of a lifetime that we'll never forget. Take a look at at Sandpiper Vacations on Instagram and TikTok, and visit our Facebook page, Sandpiper Vacations. That's Sandpiper Vacations, a concierge-style travel agency with endless capabilities. RJ here. If you enjoy the deep dives into Disney history that you hear here on Diz His, the Disney history podcast, then you can go ahead and check out my show, Cases of Continuity, streaming on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I take an entire season to deep dive into some of the most iconic film, television, and book series of all time episode by episode, piece by piece, to look at the history behind each of those individual installments and the stories inside those and how those stories connect to the rest of the franchises. My first season on the James Bond films is currently streaming and season two is going to be starting up in 2024. I hope to see you there at Cases of Continuity. 
Hey there, fellow Disney enthusiasts. Scott here from the No New Friends podcast. Now, I'm not here to shamelessly plug the No New Friends podcast. No, I want to tell you all about the Diz His Goof Troop or Patreon. Now, you hear Joe and Jen and Chris and Alex talking about Patreon all the time, but I wanted you to hear from an actual Patreon member how cool it is to be a member of the Goof Troop. You get exclusive access to early release, show notes, and then my two favorite aspects, the cutting room floor material, the things that you don't get to hear on Spotify or Apple or any other platform that you listen to. And there's a lot of mistakes and a lot of really funny things that happen in that cutting room floor. Also, you get access to the live recordings. And I'm going to tell you, these live recordings are fantastic. Between Alex's mispronunciation of words or just Joe being silly or Chris making a really funny joke, it's worth the price of admission just to watch the live episodes. Plus you get to chat and interact with some amazing Goof Troop members that have me rolling on the floor in laughter first thing in the morning all the way till I go to sleep at night. It's just so much fun. And I wanted you to hear it from an actual Goof Troop member how cool it is to be a Diz His Patreon member. Just visit their website, dizhiz.com and click on the Goof Troop link for as low as $2 a month. That's only $24 a year. You get all this access and it's worth it. Trust me. Dizhiz.com. Click on the Goof Troop link. Check us out streaming on award-winning Disney streaming site, Sorcerer Radio on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern time or catch us again at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Sorcerer Radio is an amazing 24-7 Disney radio. Just visit srsounds.com or download the Sorcerer Radio app. What did you do this week in Disney? Didn't do too much this week in Disney. Um, you know, I like watched you. a look at the Irish, which was mm-hmm. a blast. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's about it. Watching a lot of um, Mickey Mouse cartoons. My son oh, nice. is hooked on old school Mickey Mouse cartoons right now. Oh, that's uh, cool. Through the Looking Glass, I think it's called. Through the Mirror, maybe. The one where he gets through the mirror and he uh, hangs out with the the cards and all the, all the things come to life. He loves that episode. Oh, that's cool. And then there was an episode of a Mickey Mouse episode that came out in like 2007, I want to say, and it it starts as an old school Mickey cartoon, and then Pete throws Mickey through the screen, and he becomes color, and then he, they come in and out of the screen, and they they go from black and white, one dimensional to 3D color. Um, Pretty fun, pretty fun a little episode of that's Mickey awesome. Mouse I never saw before. Yeah, it sounds I was fun. Like, when was this made? I was so confused. Mm-hmm. That's about it for me. How about you, Chris? This week I watched Luck of the Irish while putting together furniture. <laughs> so that's really all I did this week. And it's all I had to do because it was it fulfilled my my like I was so happy that I watched this. Actually, the other thing I did this week in Disney is I hung out with Michael X, one of our Patreon members. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. We had we got dinner the other night. It was awesome. We had a good time. Um, so that was the other thing I did in Disney. Talked a lot about uh, the theme parks, about the rival theme park that's opening up a new park, which is uh, going to see what Disney, has, what Disney answers to that. But uh, yeah, didn't do too, too much this week. Um, but I feel like I bought my do- my unborn child some more Disney clothes. But that's just a way, that's a weekly thing now. It's just a yeah. week. Yeah. Always, every time you see it, you just gotta go you for it. You have to. There is no. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was talking to my wife. I was like, "Yeah, I really like the cartoon like character stuff." She's like, "Yeah, I can tell." 
<laughs> and what about it? Okay, babies yeah. poop a lot. There's a lot of pooping. All right, you're going to need a lot of outfits. I know, three, four a day? Come on. Right? Come on. Got to look stylish. Okay, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's really that's really all I did this week. Uh, I'll remember something way cooler probably when we stop recording. But mm-hmm. um, Melinda and John, what did you guys do this week in Disney? Well, crazy enough, we watched The Luck of the Irish. Wow, what a coincidence. Wow. John wow. watched Xenon. We're looking into going to D23, so that's a whole... Oh, wow. I know. Nice. Guys, it's a big undertaking to try to do something like that. And I, I don't know yeah. if we're prepared mentally or physically to deal with it. <laughs> and this week, we just got ourselves a new TV. Yeah, it's like uh, right behind us. Like it's over here. I'm just staring at all of its 65-inch glory. It's oh, nice, nice. Yeah. Nothing better than a new TV. Right. The first for the debt. I've decided to play on this new TV is hang out with our boys, Sora. Donald Goofy <laughs> in Kingdom Hearts. Yep. Yes. Oh, only nice. in that order. Yeah. In that oh, order, nice. every time they go to a new world, it's just like, oh, it's Sora, Donald, Goofy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uh, awesome. You got to break it in. You got to break it in somehow. You got to. So we're doing that. And uh, I'm trying to convince her to make a gaming channel. Yeah, he wants me to do a Twitch, and I keep going back and forth on it. So that's a whole other Disney thing. And then the last Disney thing is, podcasting galore we did our episode yesterday we did this with you guys today which has been so much fun oh my gosh and then i have to edit happiest podcast because their release is on friday so my week is probably too much disney <laughs> if that's it is possible. never too much never too right? much i was gonna never say i don't much. know if it's possible but it's definitely saturating most of my days <laughs> I can't wait to um, listen to your uh, joint podcast, your little joint venture. Sounds like something I'd really be interested in seeing both both the uh, fun aspect and the business aspect of Disney. Sounds like a really, really cool concept that I don't I don't know of anybody that's doing it. So but now I do. Thank you. Yeah, we're definitely like we said, we just started. So we're only on episode two. That's coming out tomorrow. So we're still doing more like kind of fun, basic stuff. So people get our personality down, you know. But then once I think people start listening more regularly, we're going to bring in more of that. Okay, let's talk about the corporation, you know. Yeah, but yeah. Awesome. Lure people in with you happiness first. And you then to. you can smack down the facts. Just so. like Disney. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you like Splash Mountain? We're taking it away. Taking it away. <laughs> Deal with it. Yeah. But uh, this episode, look. Truth be told, we were told you guys were coming on. We were told we didn't look at the Irish. Mm-hmm. It's not very happy. Now, <laughs> I'm so happy. Oh. I'm so I'm so happy that I watched one of the greatest movies probably ever made. And I'm so happy we got to meet you guys. Next week on Diz His, we'll be going over the history for the Epcot Pavilion in the United Kingdom. We'll be joined by Scott from No New Friends. And did you know that the three phone booths in the pavilion actually have phone numbers? assigned to them uh this has been such a fun episode just want to thank both of you for taking the time out of your night this has been a long episode it's usually not this long but we were having so much fun uh with you guys and we've had some really good conversation today just want to seriously thank you so much for for taking the time out and coming on here with us thank you thank you for having us it's so much fun we're sorry yes, we talk you. a lot we, oh no 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 don't fine. don't apologize this, talkers, is, this, was, so. this was great 90 percent of what i say you can cut it <laughs> yeah, fine <laughs> okay <laughs> no it's good no it was fun this is good i mean we're recording for almost an hour and a half. I don't know how much I'm going to cut out or keep in, but if I do cut some out, there's going to be some cutting room floor material that if you're on Patreon, you're going to yeah. get access to. If you're not, you need to become a Patreon member. There you go. So if you loved Melinda and John just as much we did as we did, check them out on the Happiest Podcast on Earth. Well, check check Melinda out on Happiest Podcast on Earth. Check John out on some uh, cameos in the uh, Patreon episodes. Mm-hmm. But check both out on 
Mickey, Mickey and the Mouse. You got it. Oh, I remember. <laughs> wow, that was tough for me. Mickey and the Mouse, which I will be checking out after this episode. Um, so yeah, thanks. Just seriously, thanks again for coming on. Well, thank you thank guys you so, so much. much. Seriously, this has been so much fun. We enjoyed this so much. Like I said, this really filled my cup this week. So thank you guys for you know letting us come on here and talk about Irish movies with you. Yes. <laughs> Let's no do problem. it again. Let's do it again next year. I'm game. We can make this a yearly thing. We'll revisit. We'll do Darby O'Gill next year. There you go. Oh, yeah, I do yeah, listen, yeah, listen, we'd love to have you more, uh, on more in the future, but we're going to have to at least have you on. Like, we're going to have to have, like, it's, like, you don't have a choice. You're coming on and we're doing an Irish movie every year. It's now it's tradition. Bet. We're going to be here. Yeah, don't worry about it. Sounds good. <laughs> All right, good. That's the his on Luck of the Irish. I'm Chris. I'm Alex. We're the Rileys. Thanks for listening and have a magical week. <laughs> <laughs>